0: The students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted He said "So, WOMPY But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic
1: for incorrect procedure You're not a wizard, you're a TREE Hello and welcome to Sorted.
2: I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter.
1: Harry Potter is inherently flawed in sorting, much, much more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way.
2: And speaking of sorting and flaws.
1: Y- yep, that's uh that's what I was hinting at with the
2: Yeah, with the... so we've been doing this podcast for two years.
1: Two years! This is the second anniversary. Yeah,
2: and we we've, we've sorted a lot of things in that time. <laughs>
1: a lot of things like Oops. not characters or people well, no things I mean like
2: different like media franchises I
1: mean we have also sorted a lot of things
2: Yeah <laughs> a, a lot of stuff has been sorted and we're human we're fallible
1: I don't understand
2: Sometimes maybe we've made mistakes
1: Maybe you have <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily mistakes that we've made but other people have disagreements with us over the things we've said About characters and their houses
2: Because here's the thing Much like people, characters aren't necessarily One Mm. thing or another There's Mm. some wiggle room for Interpretation And there's different ways of viewing a character To sort of decide what their predominant traits are Yeah,
1: for instance You could look at a snivelling Suck-up character who just wants to hang out with Whoever's the most powerful and be like Yes, clearly this is a Gryffindor
2: It's all Spider Speeder It always comes back to that for you. It's the worst. It doesn't make any sense.
1: It's just there so that it could be their friend. And it's like, no, but that's stupid.
2: Yeah. He never did a single brave thing in his life. Nothing
1: remotely of the sort. He didn't value bravery either.
2: No. <sighs> anyway. Whereas a certain author... You know, We'll never take the time to go back and fix any of her mistakes Never
1: admit to any wrongdoing
2: um, We admit that maybe we weren't completely right on some of the things that we've said
1: Or at least we'll hear you out when you've told us that we're wrong Yeah We might still say, no, 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 you're wrong But we'll at least listen And if we ha- if we disagree, we'll give you a reason
2: Yeah, yeah We'll we'll engage with you a little bit We've invited our listeners to present an argument regarding a character that we have sorted in the past
1: To that end, let's let's resort.
2: Yeah, so who is up first?
1: I don't know (laughs) (laughs) You've (laughs) got the list It's John John, 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 what house is John in? That's what we're doing?
2: No, (laughs) (laughs) we don't sort real people Uh, Also, I forgot what house John said he was in Probably Hufflepuff, right?
1: I don't know I'm feeling, I feel like Gryffindor. How are you
2: also feeling, I was like, it's either Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Gryffindor. It's one of the warm colored houses. If
1: only we had a podcast we could go and listen to.
2: We're so dumb. This episode would have been so much better if we, like, took notes on previous episodes and knew what we had said at any point in time. Yeah. We're idiots. (laughs) Anyway, John has sent us some audio.
1: Let's take a listen.
0: Long... Long have I toiled trying to to understand my own house. Long have I spent many different quizzes, many different versions, whether they be Pottermore, you quiz, certain personality quizzes that had a hundred and fifty questions, trying to understand what house I was. In high school, I toiled under the assumption of Ravenclaw. In early college, under the assumption of Hufflepuff, leading eventually to Gryffindor, leading now to Gryffinpuff, perhaps? Listen, all I know is that I do have a soft spot in my heart for Gryffindor, which this podcast does not share. All I'm saying is that you guys tend to missort a lot. I'm just saying, I feel like there is an anti-Gryffindor bias... Which like I get it. I get it. The the book series was spent a lot of the time on like Gryffindors. Like that's the main characters. And and I understand the the need to sort people into not Gryffindor. But like come on. Zuko's entire arc is not about how he manipulates people. It's not about how he is How he... It is about his pride, but pride is also a Gryffindor trait if you look at the way that they're portrayed in the books. I think that so much of Zuko's arc is about his bravery. It's about, like... Like, him standing up to his father from the beginning is such a Gryffindor move. He saw a wrong that needed to be righted. He decides to go against the Fire Nation because he's a Gryffindor!
3: Like, (laughs)
0: <laughs> and and I just want to say, for the record, Iro remains a Slytherin even though he has Hufflepuff traits, even as an old man, because he is still subtly manipulating things behind the scenes as a part of the White Lotus. Um. Oh. Oh. I. Th- I think I have more. I have more. We've. We've discussed Thor. We've discussed Thor. Listen. Just consider Gryffindor. Just do me a favor and consider Gryffindor. Also, I just want to go ahead and stake my claim that Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible movies is a Gryffindor. I know you're probably never going to cover these, but if you would like more information about Ethan Hunt and the Mission Impossible movies, maybe listen to the latest episode of Home Viewing Cruise Control. Thank you so much for this opportunity to roast this beef even further. Also, this is John from Home Viewing, and them's the facts in case that wasn't clear.
1: (laughs) Oh. Incredible. I
2: should know. We were going into these blind. Yep. We haven't like looked at these. Nope. We didn't know what to expect. I thought John was going to resort himself after we talked about like is he a, yeah, a Gryffindor? Yeah, we talked about half of
1: a Gryffindor, and he's like, now I'm a Gryffindor, Puff, and is like, well, I guess we're right.
2: I guess we're right. Um, <laughs> John, you have a really valid point. I yeah. do think we skew away from Gryffindor um, just mm. because. It it seems kind of basic a lot of times.
1: Especially for heroes and protagonists.
2: Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of times we think it's more interesting to sort of look past that generic heroiness mm. to sort of consider other sort of things because it, it seems too simple and we like to do deep dives in characters but you are right we do overlook Gryffindor a lot and I I agree with the Zuko thing
1: did we really sort Zuko into Slytherin right did we right well let's just go back over we're like because we're, we're fully doing this we're resorting these characters we're not just listening to this and saying like yes or no
2: yeah 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 so I don't remember where we sorted Zuko I would have guessed Hufflepuff so
1: <laughs> <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. If you don't know, it's the thing with the bold boy who's got the magical powers. The
2: and elements and... Element hundred Years bending.
1: War, element bending.
2: Fire Nation attack.
1: There is no war in Barsig Z <laughs> Now you're all caught up. <laughs> so Zuko, Prince of the Fire Nation... Exiled by his father for standing up to him. I must reclaim my honor. Honor.
2: That's what it was. We really latched on to his entire being being about his honor. Right. Um, which is valid yes. could very much be a Gryffindor trait as well.
1: Yes, but now now at least I understand where we were. <laughs>
2: so dumb. Did I preface this by saying we're really dumb?
1: So Zuko spends, like, the first season as like one of the major antagonists Mm -hmm. but then, like, he's double exiled? Yeah. He's, like, made an outlaw of the Fire Nation along with his uncle and then he spends season two kind of, like, on the low, low, on the low? On the lowdown? Down
2: Down low?
1: Down low. On the down low. (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you the lowdown about Zuko's down low. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes back to the Fire Nation and he's, like, re- He's regained his honor. Yeah, and then he turns into a good guy because I forget what exactly his turn was at that point. I watched Book Three a lot less than the other two.
2: Mm. I haven't watched Jenny for a long time, honestly. Yeah, I th- I think what our reasoning must have been is we were sorting him at the start of the series. Maybe. Um, was probably what we latched onto. Yeah, at like like right at the beginning, he probably would have like, leaned Slytherin. A
1: lot of his a lot of his storyline and character in general do do skew towards. Like valuing honour, obviously, Mm. which is more Slytherin, I think, than Gryffindor. Like, it. it,
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And also, like, fraternity, his family. He, like, he does clearly value those familial bonds. Yes. Even if they become weaker over time or what have you, or he realises... Or he forms
2: new ones with, yeah. you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, John makes a good point. Like, he Absolutely. stood up to his father. He, yeah. He, you know, did this stuff that got him exiled in the first place. Yeah. And he has this, like, determination to sort of get back. Yep. And...
1: And then, like, throughout book one, he stands up to Zhao several times and, mm-hmm. like... Well, he lies to his face, which again maybe that's slightly more Slytherin. Eh, maybe not.
2: I think I think like there there is an argument for Slytherin. Oh yeah. Especially early on, but the further into it you get, he does become more Gryffindor, and there is there are strong points for Gryffindor as well. He's definitely got kind of like a hot headedness. <laughs> um, go figure, <laughs> firebender, but <blah. laughs> um, then... but he's got a lot of cunning in him as well.
1: Then there's the time that he freed Aang from Zhao's capture Uh because he had to be the one to capture the Avatar himself for him to regain his honour. And he's like, no, you can't have the glory. I want it. Is
2: that Gryffindor or Slytherin, though? Because that feels both. (laughs) That feels very both. Yeah. Like, I see where we were coming from. I do see Gryffindor as mm-hmm. well.
1: Alex has also talked a lot in the past about the overlaps between Gryffindor and Slytherin I anyway. have,
2: yeah. Um, especially those things like like the honour and the, the wanting to be sort of great. It, it says this in the books as well, where, like, Harry's getting sorted and it's like, I yes. sense greatness in you, like, a desire to prove yourself or yes. whatever the line is. You could
1: be great, you know. <laughs> it's all here in your head. And Slytherin will help you on your way to greatness, no doubt about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, even the even the books acknowledge that there there is a strong link between these two houses. Yeah. And it could very much be the case that like at one point in the story he's more Slytherin, and at another point he's more Gryffindor, and you could you could definitely argue either.
1: Mm. You can't argue Ravenclaw.
2: <laughs> Probably not Raven. I hope the we didn't close. say Ravenclaw because Dumb. no, no. <laughs>
1: Zuko's a big, dumb dummy. Oh,
2: he's a dumb boy. <laughs> My favorite character. <laughs> I,
1: think, I think I'm think i inclined to agree with you, John. Like,
2: yeah, Gryffindor yeah. sounds right. I think we may have jumped to conclusions.
1: I think we may have sorted too soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, Zuko Gryffindor.
2: Yes. Thanks, All right. thanks for sending that in. Yeah, thank also you also mentioned John. Thor. Do we want to rehash Thor? No,
1: but he did also mention Iroh.
2: Mm. Iroh is Slytherin do we put Iroh on Hufflepuff because he's an old man and that's what we are presented with
1: (laughs) because he's an old man no 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 House hot take old men are Hufflepuff
2: (laughs) what I'm trying to say is like I think we probably mentioned that Iroh when he was a younger man would have been more Slytherin but now that we know him when he's older and more chilled out he leans more Hufflepuff and Mm. that's the version of that character that we know in the show and so that's that's the version we were sorting um whereas i think john is pointing out that he would retain enough of that slytherin yeah
1: so he's manipulating some forces behind the scenes Particularly in book three, I think a bit less so earlier on. Yeah,
2: and he's kind of like doing some manipulation on Zuko as well. Like he's he's trying to help
1: Zuko understand. Yeah, the father's an idiot and bad without just t- saying that because he knows Zuko's not going to listen to that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's doing it in a very subtle way and in kind of like an encouraging, helpful way. Yeah, but he is kind of like pushing him mm-hmm. in a direction. Yeah, I could see Slither in there as well.
1: Sure. I'm less sold on this one than I am for Zuko Gryffindor. Sure,
2: yeah. Hufflepuff still feels strong. Yeah. He loves Zuko very much.
1: He loves tea very much.
2: <laughs> he's very chill. And, like... The way he goes about things is, first of all, he's motivated by love. And, second of all, is very... He can
1: be motivated by love.
2: Sure. But, like, love, but also he has, like, this sense of justice and the sense of right yeah. and wrong. Yeah. And... Also, a lot of the way he goes about things is through kindness, specifically.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, again, before his encounters with... I think, was it the the two dragons thing that was like what actually finally turned him? Maybe. I forget exactly what turned Iroh away from the Fire Nation ideology. Mm. When he's, like, a Fire Nation warrior or whatever, then, like, there's not really any Hufflepuff in him at all. No, there. no. Well, I guess he was also a good father at that point. But sure. But, again, so there's going to be... Good fathers Yeah There were none in canon But <laughs> You don't
2: think Lucius Malfoy Was a good dad? No He raised his son To be a Nazi Okay well that's fair Narcissa was a good mom uh,
1: Better than Lucius
2: Yeah She genuinely Did care about her son Yeah uh... We know that Canonically Yeah <laughs> She turned against Voldemort For the sake of her son Yeah yeah Like You I mean, gotta I've, give me that one Like,
1: I've, I've Yeah I've written A dissertation on this Yeah <laughs> When Iroh does turn from the Fire Nation, it is out of a sense of justice. It's because he's realised what the Fire Nation is doing to the rest of the world is mm. wrong, and he wants to fix that.
2: And prior to that, he just wasn't questioning it. Yeah. Like a Hufflepuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Big old dummies. Ah. Woo! <laughs> I hear your take on Iroh, John, but I'm I'm less sold.
2: Mm. Yeah, the more we talk about it, the more I, I do feel like he can still be Hufflepuff and do the things that he did
1: well anyone who's literally not john tweeted us <laughs> iro hufflepuff or slytherin
2: yeah and we we talked about this i mentioned this that like uh gryffindor and slytherin have a lot of overlap i honestly th- i i mention this all the time i think hufflepuff and slytherin have a lot of like overlap
1: like gryffindor and hufflepuff are the other ends of the slytherin scale
2: yeah yeah um, like, I think the way... There's a sort of, like, a slytherin in, like, protect at all costs, which you could also sort of see as, like, a Hufflepuff kind of thing, you know? Like, mm. the a particular sense of loyalty that can sort of go both ways.
1: Hmm. I think conceptually... Slytherins are probably just the least well-defined house
2: I think that might be part of it
1: Because they're kind of just mwahaha bad guy Yeah For the most part in the, in canon
2: You would think it would be Hufflepuff Because they're literally just other
1: That's what they're often described as But they have a lot of traits Like yeah. they were never really just other That's what yeah. a couple of characters said And there was the one time that it was mentioned That Hufflepuff will take the lot and treat them just the same yeah. But that's because of everything mentioned in the first book Fairness, justice, kindness, etc Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah I, yeah, Hufflepuff is weirdly one of the most, like, concrete... Like, it has, like, a very specific set of traits. Yeah. Weird. Because <laughs> think- it doesn't have to be vague enough to fit a variety of characters into it, because we're not <laughs> focusing on Hufflepuff. Whereas Gryffindor and Slytherin have a variety of characters, so you need to be a little bit more lenient, you know?
1: Mm. Hufflepuffs are also particularly good finders. Like, mm. no other house has got anything like that.
2: <laughs> is Iroh a good finder?
1: He found the hidden dragon place.
2: Oh. I he don't know.
1: found the avatar with Zuko. He helped like Zuko Zuko would <laughs> he not He
2: found the avatar. Zuko
1: would not have found the avatar without Iroh.
2: Mm. It's fair. The point is I can I can see Slytherin. Yeah. I will so. I'll give you that it is sort of a matter of perspective and sort of looking at things through different lenses and Slytherin is a possibility. I mm. don't think it's where I would land.
1: I think we should move on. Okay. Also, John, your identity as Griffin Puff is valid.
2: Yeah, yeah. I too once thought I was a, a Ravenclaw and then skewed Hufflepuff.
1: You never thought Gryffindor, though.
2: Oh, no, I'm not a Gryffindor. <laughs> I'm a coward.
1: Up uh, next is Gwen from the Green Mountain Mysteries podcast, and she sent us a take that Alex is going to read now.
2: All right, so Gwen says, Okay. Gwen here with a hot take. Mabel Pines is a Gryffindor because she's bold, impulsive, and determined. She's unapologetically herself, never ever, ever apologizes, <laughs> and that's the most Gryffindor thing ever. <laughs> she cannot be anything else. In listening to older episodes, I realized that sortings I originally disagreed with are actually ones that make sense to me now. So Mabel is my only current disagreement. For now. Also I love the show and I love you guys, keep it up. Aww, thanks, Which is Brad. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank
1: okay. you, Gwen. That's cool That's cool that, like, in hindsight, some of our stuff makes more sense. Yeah. So, Mabel and Gryffindor. So, where do Mabel Pine. So, previously on Sorted, we did Gravity Falls, which is a really great show. Go and watch it. It's on My- Disney Plus and it's phenomenal.
2: My favorite show. It's
1: so good. It it's, is on Disney Plus, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't remember because we also have the box set.
2: Yeah. We also have it on DVD.
1: Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It's. Two twins who get sent to their great uncle's uh,
2: mystery shack. He's
1: a uh, tourist trap, like full of supposed cryptids in yeah. Oregon,
2: middle of nowhere kind of.
1: And but then they discover that there really are strange mysteries about the town, and they go on adventures to solve and it's hilarious. And there's genuine deep mystery and intrigue.
2: That's so good. It's
1: freaking phenomenal.
2: It makes me cry. No
1: more no more spoilers about that, because yeah. this isn't that episode. But Mabel, yeah. one of the main characters, Mabel Pines, what the twin sister of Dipper Pines. Mm-hmm. Where did we put her originally?
2: My guess is Hufflepuff. Yeah? Yeah.
1: I could also see that maybe we put her in Slytherin.
2: We might have also put her in Slytherin.
1: But Gryffindor. We- <laughs> Do we just lean anti-Gryffindor too
2: much? Uh, that's, this is what John was suggesting. This that is we- our
1: second character that's... Being, we're being told it Should be Gryffindor Mmm hmm. we just
2: like Fundamentally misunderstand Gryffindors
1: <laughs> What's a Gryffindor
2: We just don't know No
1: Well to be fair In canon Gryffindors can be Snivelly Suck up
2: Smart Bookworms
1: We're talking about Two different characters
2: Yeah I'm just listing A variety of things That Gryffindors can be
1: Sure and I'm just saying that Peter Pettigrew is in no fucking shape or form a Gryffindor
2: And Hermione probably should have been a Ravenclaw Yeah Her worst fear was her teacher telling her that she failed a test <laughs> How is that not Ravenclaw? <laughs> what the fuck?
1: Well, you see, it's because she doesn't value knowledge Like, she values courage
2: But she values success over failure?
1: So that's that Slytherin?
2: Hmm
1: Is Hermione a Slytherin?
2: Hmm Ron is <laughs> that's a different uh, conversation <laughs> um, Yeah, I honestly I don't remember if we said Hufflepuff or Slytherin
1: So let's just consider Mabel from the top She yeah. is wacky and zany And...
2: Goofy Yeah,
1: and boy crazy mm-hmm. Like she's... That's her ver That's... The, you know how pilots often just introduce Aspects of characters in the early episodes of shows Often introduce things that Really don't matter that much, and they go way too hard on like very little things. Yeah. And then it like rewatching those episodes later, it feels really cringy because it's like you it didn't like you just tried to force this too hard on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. If you weren't gonna do it later,
2: not the case here.
1: No, it does go really hard and yeah, hard than I think it needed to. But
2: but there are other episodes where are she are still goes real hard. There are
1: several other episodes about that. Yeah, especially season one. There's the- M- Mermando. There's
2: Puppet Guy.
1: Gabe, the Puppet Guy. There's uh,
2: Several times Several
1: times She does go crazy Over boys Several times
2: <laughs> Um yeah Yeah that does happen And yeah. then she like Has like that whole Like matchmaking thing Which yeah. is also sort of In that situation. Oh and vein. there's uh,
1: There's the prince
2: Oh uh, yes 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 The
1: prince that Grenda Ends up with
2: Yeah I forget his name
1: Yeah So she's a She's big on the Big on the romance Side mm. And she's I mean, She's not afraid To take action On that front
2: No absolutely not Ah <sighs> She is, she is extremely bold, and yeah. she is unapologetic. <laughs> she
1: did practice making out with a leaf blower.
2: <laughs> She's also kind of dumb, if that's a Gryffindor trait.
1: She loves her grappling hook, and her pig.
2: Yeah. I mean, I do totally see Gryffindor here. Yeah, I mean... Now that that's been pointed out.
1: Yeah, like, all of Gwen's points just seem valid. Headstrong, impulsive. Yeah. And are almost struggling to... Imagine what else we would have said. Like there are some aspects towards Hufflepuff and Slytherin, but yeah, yeah, Gryffindor fits.
2: I think. I think maybe we might have said Slytherin because, like, the way that she sort of always puts herself mm. above Dipper. There are several episodes where, like, the plot is Dipper has to sacrifice things for Mabel.
1: At that point. Had you started doing the thing where you're obsessed with trying to get the first four characters we sorted into all of the, the houses?
2: I don't remember.
1: Obviously, Dipper is Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Stan is Slytherin. Yeah. Seuss.
2: Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. He's a hard worker.
1: Wait, so Mabel should have been Gryffindor even for that version? Where you get all the four main characters into each of the houses?
2: Heck yeah! All right, I'll take it!
1: <laughs> Retroactively, a year and a half later, Alex gets her way. <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh,
2: yeah, I, to- I totally see Gryffindor. Yeah. I would have to go back and listen to sort of see what our arguments were because they probably also made sense.
1: I wish I had more to say on this front because yeah, Gwen kind of just nailed it on this.
2: Yeah. This is like, this is just like Gryffindor spectacular yeah. episode.
1: To be fair, John picked a very complex, well-developed character that there is a lot to analyze on. Sure. Mabel, while a great character, is less complex.
2: Yeah, she has some stuff going on Oh yeah, um, like
1: there's, I'm not saying there's not complexity there
2: Yeah But
1: like she doesn't have this whole tragic backstory No, <laughs> no, no,
2: no She has <sighs> some like insecurities, but
1: Yeah, yeah, she doesn't go through nearly the character development that Zuko does
2: No, she doesn't show her insecurities much either No She puts on a brave face Most of the time, Gryffindor is brave
1: I <laughs> <laughs> think that <laughs> the one time, the 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 one major time that we saw her insecurities, I think, was irrational treasure, where she was insecure about being silly.
2: Mm. Um, there's also the one with like the unicorn, where she doesn't think she's good enough.
1: True, that needs Hufflepuff. You think? I think the of the houses that are going to be worried about people thinking they're not nice enough. Mm. I think Hufflepuff is the one that's going to be most inclined towards that. Sure, but that's like a one time thing. Yeah Like I think even like We listened to the DVD commentaries And the writers were like It didn't quite make (laughs) sense That Mabel would be questioning How nice she is Because she's that nice Yeah The not apologizing thing Is very good though Because she never fucking apologizes She never
2: apologizes Mm. Except for in like One One spin-off Book Was it one of the the comics? Yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Which was Which was written specifically To address the fact That she
2: never apologizes That
1: Dipper is constantly Accommodating for Mabel And it never goes the other way
2: So thanks, Alex Hirsch, um, for that one.
1: But yeah, Mabel and Gryffindor, okay.
2: Yeah, no, I like Mabel and Gryffindor. I don't know why we didn't say that before. It's because we're dumb. Moving on. Uh, Next up is Mike. Mike. Next up, we have an audio clip from Mike of Green Mountain Mysteries. Sorting something. Yeah. Let's have a listen. Oh
1: my gosh. What? Look at the title of it.
4: Hi, everybody. This is Michael. Just letting you know that while I have never made a mistake in my life, I have been informed that the cheat was sorted incorrectly on the episode of Sorted, which I appeared and sorted the characters of Homestar Runner into their Hogwarts houses. Now, I didn't make any mistakes in that episode, so we can only lay the blame at the feet of the sorting hat for doing a bad job. The correction that I am forced to make is this. While the cheat would possess a lot of characteristics that might place him into Slytherin, alongside his owner Strongbad and the fella for for whom he does most of his pranks and, you know, japery and cheating. But canonically, the cheat is one of the only characters who can get it, and that precludes him from Slytherin House. Therefore, the cheat is a Gryffindor. <laughs>
2: I'm glad that came up because I didn't mention it earlier. But our, our favorite thing to do with Gryffindors is like, oh, do they fuck? Okay, they're a Gryffindor. <laughs> Which comes from Tanner. Who yeah. Was another guest that we. Had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Tanner. <laughs> your, po- your presence will be felt forevermore. <laughs> Here's the thing about the other characters we saw in Gryffindor they're both children.
2: Yeah, so I didn't bring it up though.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> Mike. I expected Mike to turn around and say that I can only expect, since he never makes mistakes, that we're to blame for the missorting.
2: <laughs> we don't know Homestar Runner. We yeah. couldn't have done anything. My here. knowledge
1: of Homestar Runner is limited to some strong bad emails and Teen Girl Squad.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know much of the actual Homestar Runner stuff. Me either. So the cheat, I mean, you hear the name, you think, Slytherin
2: Yeah, yeah
1: This one isn't on us, though This one isn't on us because we don't know the character of the cheat So it's not our fault we didn't put him in Gryffindor John, (laughs) don't get mad at us
2: (laughs) Oops, all Gryffindors Uh Ah This is just, like, Gryffindor revision Is is what this episode is
1: Gryffrisionist history (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like the new, um, Whomping Willows album
1: Yeah Yeah I'm going
2: to contact Matt Majakmo and be like, Hey, did you have a, a new song on your album about how everyone's a Gryffindor? Could could you write that for us, please?
1: <laughs> uh, except that in Harry Potter, no one's a Gryffindor.
2: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um,
1: Maybe that's our problem. It's the fact that we like, look at the Gryffindor characters in Harry Potter and be like, Well, none of them are Gryffindor. So we look at every other character and be like, well, none of them are Gryffindor.
2: Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, Gryffindor is so varied and, like, bizarrely... You got your bookworms. You got your nerds. Those are the same. You got your your jocks. You got your Peter Pettigrews. Like, they're all there.
1: There are jocks in every house, though. Like, several of the characters we meet in other houses are explicitly because they're jocks. Yeah. Cho and Cedric... Yeah. And everyone's favorite Harry Potter character Roger Davies.
2: <laughs> Marcus Flint.
1: <laughs> Marcus Belby.
2: <laughs> Are there multiple
1: Marcuses? Yeah. Oh. Marcus Flint and Marcus Belby, yeah. who I believe both play for the Slyther- Slytherin yeah. Gryffindor. Yeah. Slytherin Quidditch team. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, she's not very good at names.
2: No. There or anything al- else. There was
1: also the ra- <laughs> There was also the random uh also Mark character the that was mentioned at the beginning of Order of the Phoenix Mark Evans as a character that Dudley bullies And she didn't think about the fact that Oh, that's Petunia's maiden name
2: I mean, on the one hand, people do just have names that are the same as other people
1: Not in fiction they don't Not unless it's a thing you're going to make a thing out of Yeah I mean, that granted, there are also two Toms But that was at least mentioned in passing Mm-hmm. There was the one time that Dumbledore's like, oh yes, go to the leaky cauldron. His name's there's Tom, just like yours, so it should be easy to remember. At yeah. least that was brought up as a one-time thing. Yeah. But the Crouch Jr.
2: Yeah, that one's plot relevant.
1: Very much. <laughs> yeah, the cheat sure. Gryffindor, why not? Why not? I don't know. Gryffindor's probably cheat.
2: Why not? We got, we got a whole year of Harry and Ron in Divination. We know that Gryffindors cheat.
1: I mean, they were there for three years, but I know the, me- the you mean yeah, the yeah. one in particular. We only
2: really focused on the one year. We got a lot of classes there.
1: Yeah.
2: You think Ron does homework? Hermione does all that for him.
1: Not... Well, true. Mm. <laughs> There's also uh, Hermione cheating to help Ron secure his place as Gryffindor keeper. Mm. Yeah. How's Hot Take? Gryffindors cheat.
2: Yeah, Gryffindors are everything. And... Sometimes awful.
1: Yeah. Almost like maybe they should be like Slytherin or Ravenclaw or mm. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: I think we should move on. Yeah. We've got a take from someone who's not a member of the Pocket Podcast Network <laughs> and has never been on a podcast with us.
2: Yet. We'll get you yet, Sam. We know you got a new microphone. Um, so when the original episode that this one is addressing originally dropped, our friend Sam sent us... A series of texts yelling at us for the mistake that we had made. And now that we have asked for input specifically, uh, Sam has once again sent us a, a text to let us know about the mistake that we've made. JD, would you like to read Sam's text to us?
1: All right, you sick bastards. How dare you put my boy Bo in Ravenclaw! Ravenclaw! That boy is a good, good Hufflepuff and I have never been more wounded in behalf of a fictional character. Sure, he's a smart guy, lots of people are smart, but he loves his friends so much. It's kind of like Hermione. Sure, she's very, very smart and would do fine in Ravenclaw, but in her core she's brave and determined. Bo's core is all about loyalty and friendship. Like, I can't think of a single thing Bo does in the series that screams Ravenclaw to me. The dude ran away from his parents' house, from a nice and cushy life of research and knowledge, because he wanted to go fight in a war and save Etheria. There's a whole episode about him being sad because his friends are fighting. He's the most patient guy in the whole fucking series.
2: That's relevant.
1: Although it's funny because we're saying Hermione's not probably not a great Gryffindor. <laughs> Sam's using that as his argument here.
2: It's well, that's what I'm saying. It's all relative.
1: Yeah. You know what? Sorting's kind of stupid
2: It really is
1: (laughs) We've been doing a podcast about it for two years
2: And it's been stupid
1: Yeah
2: (laughs) We've been stupid It
1: is the stupid one
2: At least this one's not a Gryffindor revision Yeah
1: (laughs) Although it's kind of funny Because half of Sam's point is He ran away from home to go and fight in a war Which isn't a Gryffindor at all Clearly a Hufflepuff move
2: But he's doing it for a sense of justice Friendship (laughs)
1: The 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 part about running like leaving home where he could stay and just do research to go and fight in the war is a very good point.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't think we had thought about that.
1: Yeah, like we're presented with Bo as the science guy and the tech. Yeah, and he, I I mean, he's clearly passionate about it. Like he gets excited when he discovers. Like, first one's tech and stuff. We should say, this is from She The Princess oh, of yeah, Power. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. This is from She Ra, which is one of Sam's favorite shows. Noel he-
1: Stevenson's Netflix reboot. Yeah. That, yeah.
2: Sam loves She Ra very much.
1: It's a. Pr- the, co- the core concept is a pretty simplistic good versus evil ba- battle dichotomy. Yeah. Is.
2: But then you start getting into characters yeah, yeah. that sort of become morally gray and it's, it gets e- very
1: interesting. Evil army co- that are called the Evil Horde. A tr- fight to take over a planet Of princesses called Etheria And yeah. most of the princesses Don't have parents so why are they not queens Don't worry about it Oh and then the main character is someone who was a Horde soldier But who realises that they're actually A like Reincarnated spirit of a princess or something And so b- decides to be like You know what maybe I don't like murder Yeah uh, And never question the fact that she worked for the evil Horde <laughs>
2: Um, and then the character, Bo, in particular, mm. is like the best friend of yeah. Glimmer, who, you know, he's, and, and Adora. He's, he's one of the best friend characters. He's often presented as sort of like the, the tech guy.
1: He wears a crop top.
2: He wears a crop top. He shoots a bow and arrow. Ha ha
1: ha ha. The names in the show are terrible, but they're that's because clever. they're from the 80s. Yeah,
2: the names aren't clever. Um.
1: <laughs> Glimmer and- is a princess with sparkle magic.
2: And Sam does make a good point. His whole deal is that he loves and adores his friends,
1: hmm. and yeah. he
2: is he is just sort of fighting for you know love and friendship and what have you.
1: Yeah, like here's the thing: Sam is arguing for Hufflepuff, but I think a lot of his points here do lean towards Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> and having been made aware of the fact that maybe we don't acknowledge Gryffindor enough, I'm kind of wondering like, should Bo be a Gryffindor?
2: You know what? This probably was a. Um, what was going on? Mm-hmm. I, I wanted the first four to be all the different houses. <laughs> and Bo was the closest to Ravenclaw I could get because everyone else is a big dummy. <laughs>
1: yeah. <And laughs> I you're, do. Yeah, Catra, Slytherin.
2: Adora, Gryffindor.
1: Glimmer, Hufflepuff?
2: Yeah.
1: That doesn't feel right. Mm. I don't think we put Glimmer in Hufflepuff. I don't know. I don't think she is a Hufflepuff.
2: What'd mm. you say, Glimmer? Is?
1: I don't know. Probably a Gryffindor or a Slytherin. It's
2: fair. Um. Bo, though. I do like Sam's point That oh. he is the most patient character In the whole show Because that's extremely valid <laughs> mm.
1: which, is the, which is the house of passive aggression?
2: Probably Hufflepuff
1: Because Bo is one of the most passive aggressive characters I've <laughs> ever seen in fiction Because he spends like Several episodes just giving Glenn with a silent treatment mm. Which is wild Yeah Fair enough, if you think that's, that's a Hufflepuff thing Then sure, I'll go with Bo in Hufflepuff
2: well, you see, I'm extremely passive-aggressive. <laughs> and I'm a humble person. I
1: don't know what you mean. We're currently living with my mum and stepdad, and,
2: uh... Don't, don't out me like this.
1: You outed yourself!
2: I wasn't going to make examples!
1: You outed yourself, my good woman.
2: You knew this when you married me. <laughs> you knew I was passive-aggressive.
1: Uh, I'm
2: not saying you're not. I don't have enough actual aggression to be <laughs> flat out aggressive.
1: Uh, confrontation is bad and scary. And yeah. what if then things go bad? We're still kind of dependent.
2: <laughs> we still have to live here. Yeah. I can't I can't voice my opinions. <sighs>
1: Let's move on from this side <laughs> side thing.
2: Um, Shira is one of those shows where, like, the main characters in particular are pretty well fleshed out, mm. and a lot of them you could make arguments for, a, you know, a few different houses.
1: At the same time, due to the show, the core concept of the show being relatively simple mm. and like a battle of good versus evil, like, I mean, a lot of what makes it stand out is in that character work. Yeah. But because the core concepts are so simple, you see the characters primarily in very simplistic situations, mm. which skews sortings. Yeah. Like the fact that the Resistance needs a tech guy, and Bo's the best one for that, since mm. Entraptor's fucking insane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, like I, I could see an argument for Ravenclaw. I could see an argument for Gryffindor. I could see an argument for Hufflepuff. I could, I could see all of those present in this character. Yeah. I think, I think Sam's point that he leaves cushy life of yeah, research. Yeah, that
1: is a, that is like a huge. Definitely, huge thing.
2: yeah, definitely skews away from Ravenclaw for me. That's a very good point.
1: Yes, definitely. I'm, I'm happy to settle on on Hufflepuff.
2: Yeah. I think Gryffindor is a strong contender as well.
1: Definitely, yeah. but that's p- largely due to the nature of the show.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that is that is the case, and I think that's a lot of times why we don't lean Gryffindor. That's because, what I was saying. Yeah. We, don't,
1: we don't want to just put all the protagonists who fight to save into Gryffindor because that's boring.
2: That makes that makes our that makes our show boring. And like, it, it might be true, a lot of the time, but
1: people need to write better protagonists then. Yeah, like Ash Ketchum.
2: Yeah Yeah we got no backlash on that one Everyone is down with Ash Ketchum being a Slytherin I'm glad It's
1: it's like One of the coolest ways to do a Slytherin protagonist Just someone who literally The words to the theme of the song Are I wanna be the very best Like no one ever was
2: Ambition out of his ears
1: And nothing else (laughs) Well he's also also got that headstrong Impulsive rashness But that is overridden by the ambition
2: Yeah why are we.? Let's resort Ash, I guess. We don't need we don't to resort need to. Ash
1: because he's perfect.
2: Um, thank you, Sam, for your contribution. We appreciate you.
1: We've got one more character that's been sent in to us to resort. Our last take comes to us from Daniel of the No Dice Podcast.
3: May it please the sorting hat. My name is Daniel. I am the counsel for the defense, and I am here to offer a Star Wars sorting TM. Now, everyone knows that Princess Leia is a Gryffindor, so this is not about that. My case. Today, I submit that Darth Vader is a Hufflepuff. Now, I know this may seem strange at first. After all, he's not a particularly good finder. He can't find Luke for nothing, but everything Darth Vader does is born of loyalty. Now, am I thinking of Anakin? You ask? No. Anakin Skywalker is your Slytherin. But I have watched all three OG Star Wars movies in preparation for this case, and I can say categorically Darth Vader is a Hufflepuff. Everything that he does throughout the movies is to support his pal friend patine, and even at the end, spoiler alert, the thing that breaks that bond is his love and loyalty for his beloved son Luke. Therefore, Darth Vader is hereby sorted as a hufflepuff. The state rests
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, these have been so fun.
2: Oh, just wonderful.
1: You people are so clever and creative. Yes, ah, uh, and also dangle did your, you did your homework
2: yeah. <laughs> We didn't even like we we did no preparation no. for this. We we're just like what did we even what did we even put any of these characters yeah. into? All I
1: remember about this show is that Ashes a Slytherin and Team <laughs> Rocket's a Hufflepuff. It's The only thing I remember. Uh, oh, and also I remember the Voldemort's a Hufflepuff because that was the title of an episode.
2: Oh yeah, sure.
1: sure. <laughs> uh, Darth Vader Hufflepuff, fascinating.
2: I like it. Yeah, I
1: mean the the points presented are strong yeah. and really interesting.
2: Yeah, our reasoning for Darth Vader was lackey and sense for the dramatic. <laughs> yes.
1: In the original trilogy, we don't get a lot of Darth Vader's motivations throughout most of the series. Yeah, like the the prequels introduce us to why. Why he turned to the dark side in the first place Because yeah. he was tr- promised the power To save life And then he was like Oh well my life's dead Guess I'll be evil anyway
2: mm. And but
1: I Daniel, already slaughtered babies
2: Daniel was specifically Watching yeah. just the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Original trilogy and just using that Which was yeah. sort of our sorting parameters Absolutely. Um
1: Gosh this is such an interesting take
2: Oh yeah I don't know enough about Star Wars <laughs> to have a real big opinion on this one. I like Hufflepuff. I think that that's fun.
1: So, hopefully, we shouldn't need to explain Star Wars purely because it's been recently... Purely because that episode was a very recent one. It's not like Star Wars is well known or anything. <laughs> but you should have listened to that podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> um, also, this fucking Leia being Gryffindor thing. No, I, I am vehement and adamant... Leia is a Slytherin. I will like, I don't care. You can have all the other Gryffindors that we've given you today. No. I will fight for Leia and Slytherin. I need to take a drink now.
2: Mm. Here's the thing with the Leia thing. Okay. <laughs> um, because like I I don't super know Star Wars, so like I just kind of a vibe that I get. Um and I I've heard a lot of arguments for why Gryffindor, and, and then I also completely understand why Slytherin. And here's the thing that we've been talking about all episode, those have a huge amount of overlap.
1: Explain how. Sure.
2: And then something else that sort of comes into play with Leia is that this is over three separate movies, Mm. um, which is kind of a big gap, and this is a character that exists in a large portion of Star Wars media. So like this, I think it's really hard to just take this character out of any context to sort of think about who she is and like, you know, what her core values are. Hmm. I like Slytherin. Anyway, I, I think she's got let's a good talk advice.
1: about Darth Vader.
2: Right. I don't have anything to say about Darth Vader. I don't know.
1: That's fair. Well.
2: Anything. <coughs> yes, I know. <laughs>
1: there you go. You're caught up in the character now. That's his personality.
2: Cool, Hufflepuff. <laughs> uh,
1: Jason Jones, red lightsaber. Oh, he's got red though. It's not yellow.
2: Mm. Is there a yellow lightsaber?
1: Uh, some side characters, like in some things, do sometimes.
2: Mm. What determines a lightsaber's color?
1: Uh, it's got a like crystal-y thing inside it. Yeah. When you make it.
2: Yeah. So just uh, crystals come in different colors. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And the bad guys are like, yes, get all the red ones.
2: Do the red ones have
1: Palpatine just like sent in a mail order and just be like, "I'm going to buy all of the red crystals in stock."
2: <laughs> like, is it just because? Like, do the different crystals lend themselves to different energies better? Like, like, yeah. like an evil like a, energy? Like, just
1: like red ones look cool.
2: <laughs> is that what it is?
1: Yeah, it's pure aesthetic.
2: Okay, because I know that um, Samuel Jackson was like was like, I want a purple lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they just gave
1: him of one. Of course they did. Sam Jackson says, I'll be in your Star Wars movie if you give me a purple lightsaber. You give him a purple fucking lightsaber. Yeah.
2: So, like, but like you don't see any other purple ones. So nope. You just go out of those ways. Like, I really like purple. I really, I gotta find yeah. one of these purple crystals. What, you
1: think they're gonna be like, cool, now I'm gonna give Samuel L. Jackson's color to someone else? <laughs> no! That's Sam Jackson's lightsaber. It is. <laughs> no one else gets purple now. Ugh.
2: That's a fun Star Wars thing <laughs> Anyway
1: Yeah, so Yeah, the whole Like, acts out of all things. So we're not given A lot of motivation For Darth Vader Throughout the series But the idea of saying Like, yeah It's because Darth Vader Is loyal to the Emperor And lo- then loyal to Luke That's interesting That's a valid that, point Yeah, I'm not sure I can argue against it Like, primarily Darth Vader is presented As mwahaha Evil bad guy
2: But that's That's a perspective thing That's because we're getting this From the main character's perspective I suppose for whom he is just a wahaha ha ha. I fight
1: you now. Uh, it's less. There's less of a like narrate like unreliable narrator thing here because like we mm. get scenes without Luke in for- at all, for instance. Sure,
2: but it's being framed from like an audience's perspective. Sure. What's the Star Kid musical have to say about this?
1: <laughs> in the Star Kid musical, he was feeling kind of down and depressed and wanted to go back to pod racing.
2: Hmm. That sounds less Hufflepuff to me.
1: I forget. It. I've only watched it once.
2: <laughs> you remember more than I do.
1: Yeah, Obi Wan was drunk.
2: Hmm. Anyway,
1: yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's put Darth Vader and Hufflepuffs purely so that we can say, yeah, we changed some things, and they weren't all Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: This has been fun.
1: That's all of the uh, characters we've been sent in. Yeah. We don't. Due to the nature of this episode, there's no real lightning bolt round, but we can sort of combine lightning bolt round with sorting it out. Mm. Because it's time to sort it out. Yes. And what else could we sort out today? But what we've hinted at several times already, sorting out the Hogwarts houses of all these fucking characters who do not belong primarily in in Gryffindor, but also maybe some others, I don't know. Mm. For example. So, So I've made it abundantly clear. In no fucking circumstance is Peter Pettigrew a Gryffindor. I don't care that he meets James and Sirius on the train is like, wow, they're cool. I will dedicate my next seven years to them. Like, he's not... Like, I. he might want to hang out with them, but that doesn't mean he gets into their house. It doesn't mean that at his core, he values the same things they do.
2: But also you can ask the house to be in a specific... Or ask the hat to, to a, be in a specific. To an extent. Yeah. Like... Yeah, to an extent. But like, Gri- Neville did not end up at Hufflepuff. No, home.
1: Neville begged for Hufflepuff and got Gryffindor because he is a Gryffindor.
2: Yeah, like, that's one I don't dispute. Neville's a Gryffindor.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but the whole asking a house thing only makes any sense to the point of, like, if it's basically a hat stall and yeah. the hat's. Like, you could go on either of these either way Yeah Like, Harry was probably some kind of hatstool But was just insistent on Gryffindor
2: Yeah In canon, Or specifically not Slytherin Yes
1: I mean, he's <laughs> not Slytherin in any shape or form But so I think canon is presenting the idea to us That he would have been sort of a hatstool Yeah And I will accept the argument that maybe that's because of a bit of Voldemort inside him
2: Yeah I think Hermione was almost a hatstool, too
1: Yes Well, let's talk about Hermione
2: Yeah? That's where we want to start? <laughs>
1: What do you mean, start? We just did Griff Loop. We You're just right. did Wormtail. Yeah, sorry. Wormtail right. is a fucking Slytherin. Yes. Absolutely, unequivocally. Yeah. Tell me about Hermione Granger.
2: Hermione Granger is a huge nerd who loves knowledge. Yeah. Who loves learning things.
1: It's like, there is one line put into Philosopher's Stone to try and justify her being in Gryffindor. It's like, books and cleverness, there are more important things. It's like, uh, okay, sure. But at no point in any other scene will you ever act like you believe that's the case.
2: Yeah, like I said, her worst fear is failing a test.
1: Hmm. So you could argue Ravenclaw, but I'm coming around on this idea of Hermione as Slytherin.
2: Yeah, you think it's because she wants to sort of be the best because she know wants everything. to achieve
1: and succeed, and she like wants to put herself forward and spew. Like I think the way mm-hmm. she goes about that is it's Slytherin. She's very, sure. very freaking ambitious. She wants to end centuries of slavery, like, herself, like... Sure. And she, like, will just do whatever it takes. She will, like, charge into that.
2: How much of that is her coming at it from, like, a really logical standpoint, though?
1: Not at all. She no. doesn't take do anything logical. Okay. She doesn't accept the fact that they've, the households have been brainwashed.
2: Well, she just, like, they, she thinks she knows. Sure. She doesn't.
1: That, because that's she, fine. She's yeah. wrong, though. Yeah, yeah, like, like she... If she thought it through logically, she'd recognise the house elves have been brainwashed and
0: mm.
1: re-education is key. You can't just go and yell at them about how they should accept being free and demand wages. Yeah. Because they don't want that or they don't think they want that. They don't think that's good for them. Yeah. <sighs> mm. I think is a Slytherin. If we really want to go there, if we're going to friggin' go there, we're going to go there. Because you know what? If the author wants cursed child to be canon... And she's going to try and argue That this person who Like when she was younger Argued that she had, Saw no value in politics Would become The minister for magic
2: That's exactly What I was going to say In the Like yeah Are we counting Chris Child If we're counting Chris Child Yeah I'll give you Slytherin But like In the book She's specifically like No I don't want to I don't want to be a politician
1: She said that once Yeah same, same way she said The books and cleverness line once Sure Like I think the way she's presented to us Is far more Slytherin Than anything else
2: hmm. That's a hot take
1: Yeah How's hot take Hermione Granger Is a fucking Slytherin Sure And a great one Yeah Slytherin could have helped Run her way to greatness
2: <laughs> Oh man Okay Imagine like Hermione And Slytherin But like She's still like the same Like she's You know She's from a muggle family Like she's not gonna like <laughs> Go over to the dark side Like all of the other Slytherin.
1: Could that be the reason She doesn't get Sorted into Slytherin mm. Because the just like No You'll get like Murders, yeah, they, your, they, they, won't,
2: they won't take you.
1: They'll, you'll be killed in your bed, unlikely, yeah, probably not. Um,
2: but like, imagine a world in which she be like infiltrates like the, the sort of death eater side from <laughs> that Slith- Like, she can still be friends with Harry and whatnot, you know. And so, like, she wasn't
1: that like the plot in a recent episode of Fanatical Fix, was it? Yeah, Hermione time travels and becomes friends with Voldemort.
2: I forget. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like some good fanfiction, like Hermione gets sorted into Slytherin and sort of like helps take down... Oh,
1: she never got sorted. She was just told she was in Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that sounds like less good fanfiction.
1: <laughs> Pros and cons.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I think I think Hermione and Slytherin could be really interesting. You know who I think is in the wrong house? Hmm? Cedric Diggory. Oh! I think Cedric Diggory is a Gryffindor.
1: But, but he's a particularly good finder. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that this is this is gonna be a hot take that you're not gonna like. Uh,
1: you're taking like one of the best Hufflepuffs from us. Well, that's
2: the thing; it's because he's kind of the only Hufflepuff.
1: No, there's Tonks.
2: Sure, <laughs> is Tonks not a Gryffindor? Um, oh,
1: don't do this to me.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of the Hufflepuffs that we're given are just Gryffindor light. Hmm. Um. Aside from like Zachariah Smith, who's probably a Slytherin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think Cedric's a Gryffindor then? Like, what exactly?
2: Um, He's super brave it, I was thinking about this earlier When we were talking about how Most of the characters we know from other houses Are just jocks uh-huh. And how Cedric and Harry Are very very similar
1: Okay, have we not previously argued That Harry should be a Hufflepuff <laughs>
2: I mean, if that's the argument, you would rather go down. So, yeah, like, if, if you would rather argue that Harry is a Hufflepuff, well, then I, I think Harry and Cedric should be in the same house.
1: Sure. I think part of the problem with Cedric there is that we don't... He's not, a, he's not a very well-developed character. No. He's, by and large, a side character. He has, like, his small appearance. Actually, I don't even know if he has an appearance in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban so much as we're des- he's described mm. one thing, Prisoner of Azkaban. The yeah. Quidditch match He catches the snitch And wins the match And like It's the first Like Gets some real glory For Hufflepuff And Is
2: this the one Where Harry faints?
1: Yes And finds out That the match Like Harry Fainted and fell off his broom Because of the Dementors And what's his response?
2: He wanted to undo it
1: Yeah He doesn't want to Accept the glory He wanted it to be fair
2: Okay You know what I forgot about that I changed my mind Cedric <laughs> Diggory Hufflepuff for life Yeah Because the o- my only other Like real big thing That is like That feels very Hufflepuff Is where they're in the maze and mm-hmm. he's like no let's win together yeah um that
1: they're both insistent on giving it to each other
2: yeah trust Yeah. trust yeah. no movie yeah <laughs> um like that's the only really like defining moment aside from like the one that you just mentioned that mm-hmm. i just completely had forgotten about because yeah. um, that's the,
1: it happens off screen off yeah page.
2: yeah yeah so it's it's not as memorable but yeah. uh, okay you're right you're right i'll give you such a degree still mm-hmm. hufflepuff um
1: but i think but, like
2: everything else we know about him feels gryffindor
1: I suppose, but I think about that is because we just don't know him very much yeah. And the, the main time we get to experience him is because he wants to sign up for the Triwizard Tournament But I think like people from all the houses wanted to sign up for the tournament Sure, but, but-
2: like think about like the Lake Task mm-hmm. Where Harry's the only one that stayed to make sure that everyone was okay
1: That's because Harry's an idiot
2: That is because Harry's an idiot So what, it, Cedric's just Harry but less of an idiot Kinda Yeah <laughs> 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 Like I think Cedric and Harry are very very similar
1: Sure and I'll accept that, because Harry Potter is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> like, when does he value bravery, really? Like, he, he is brave. Sure.
2: He wants to be a wizard cop because they're brave.
1: <sighs> Harry Potter should be a fucking defense against the dark arts teacher. Yes,
2: he should. Also, let's sort that out. Uh, what the
1: fuck? I don't know if we... Have we done that yet?
2: I don't uh, know. We've mentioned it enough.
1: Dumbledore, a Slytherin, obviously. Yeah. <sighs> I adore Lockhart being a Ravenclaw, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one.
1: That's that's so good. <laughs>
2: it's such nonsense.
1: Like, some characters are sorted very perfectly. I think, like, some of the best... Like, the, some of the best in-canon characters for their sorting are the ones where they're doing it in a way that is explicitly to call out... Yeah. That like the stereotypes. Like Slughorn, I love Slughorn as a yeah, Slytherin. Yeah. He's not just generic evil. He cares about himself and he wants nice things and to be comfortable and all. Yeah. But he S- does it in a much better way. Yeah,
2: Slughorn is a very good Slytherin like, example.
1: He tries to help others get ahead so that they can help him in return.
2: Yeah.
1: Like he never does it selflessly, but he still helps other people.
2: Yeah, yeah. Very Slytherin, but very good. Mm. Think about teachers Because like McGonagall If you want to follow Pottermore It was a hat stall Yes and um, has big Ravenclaw energy
1: Very much That's another one where I feel like we don't know enough about her Sure Like I think when you read like, If you go into the p- backstory that was on yeah. Pottermore
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah Like
1: I'm more willing to accept Gryffindor Sure Like I completely accept the Ravenclaw take on McGonagall Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah. Flitwick was the same Yes. the same hat stall. yeah and, and they, they just very went other directions yeah.
2: which is weird because he doesn't I guess he kind of has a Gryffindor vibe but like he feels very much Ravenclaw there's maybe. the whole
1: like mentioning of him ha- like having a history of dueling
2: right yes which is fun he's very good at charms
1: yeah again it's like a lot of the characters we just don't get to see enough
2: yeah yeah
1: it's like some of them we just had to accept but the characters we do see enough of are generally wrong yeah <laughs>
2: Is it is it the source material that's wrong, or is it us <laughs> misunderstanding the source material? Like Percy Weasley. Oh yeah.
1: Percy that's... Weasley or Gryffindor, just because the rest of his family is. Yeah. The one who's so ambitious, he abandoned his fucking family to to go and suck up to his boss. Yeah. And that's like coming off the tales of when he was at Hogwarts, when he would abandon his family to suck up to Dumbledore, <laughs> but then he was perfectly happy to see Dumbledore arrested very shortly after the fact because he had a new boss. Like, come on.
2: Yeah, that boy's a Slytherin.
1: Fred and George are probably Slytherin too. Yeah. They're super ambitious. Oh, they are. Like, I mean, they're clever, resourceful.
2: Yeah. They yeah. probably
1: value bravery more as the thing.
2: We have resourceful on, on the sorting list. What house is that under? Is that Slytherin?
1: It's gotta be Slytherin.
2: It feels Slytherin. I'll bring it up. Because they are extremely resourceful. Oh, yeah. And very clever. Yeah. But also, like, yeah, cunning, ambitious.
1: They're clever. They don't use their their cleverness to get grades for the sake of grades. No. No, they use their cleverness to get cash money.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of the Weasleys might be secret Slytherins. Yeah. I think Arthur Weasley...
1: Resourcefulness is the number one thing listed in the Slytherin.
2: Yeah. I think Arthur Weasley's probably a Bob.
1: Probably. Yeah. No, I think that's valid. (laughs) Like, I'm willing to accept that, for the most part, the Weasleys value bravery.
2: Yes, absolutely. Like,
1: Molly and Arthur.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Ginny,
1: Bill, Charlie. Yes, I accept that. Yeah. Percy absolutely not. He no. clearly values ambition, etc. Fred and George maybe.
2: I think when it boils down to it cuz like they do in like the, you know, the the war at the end. They're mm-hmm. they're one, you know, the seven harrys, like they're
1: Oh yes, absolutely. They're
2: in the mix. They're ris- risking their lives. They're yes. they're very much standing up for good and yes. all of that and and doing all of the brave things with everyone else.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm I'm willing to accept them as Gryffindor, even though that like they're, I would lean towards Slytherin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Percy Weasley, here's so a fucking Slytherin.
2: Yeah. He's got, like, that turnaround at the end. Sure. But that's not... It's not enough. And the other uh, like, Slytherins had turnarounds at the end. Narcissa Malfoy had a turnaround at <laughs> <yeah>. the
0: end.
1: <laughs> like... Yeah, uh. <laughs> like deciding to not literally agree with and support, or just stand by and let the Nazis do their thing. Yeah, that's not that doesn't mean you can't yeah. be a Slytherin.
2: That's not enough to be a uh, Gryffindor. No. Uh. Uh.
1: any other any other any other standouts? There's like some other major ones.
2: Tonks is probably Gryffindor.
1: Why? I
2: don't know. Maybe it's because we just don't know enough about her. Yeah. All we know is that she fights for the order and she's clumsy. Yeah, she's clumsy. <laughs> is that a Hufflepuff
1: dream? It is now. How's that okay. take?
2: I won't resort our, our good, good Hufflepuffs because we like, don't have enough of them. And we love...
1: I think them. a lot of that is we don't see enough of Tonks. Yeah. And like the two books in which she gets major appearances, she's two different characters. Yeah. Because she gets incredibly sad... Between the two books When really not much would have changed She may have had one conversation With Remus Yeah. <sighs>
2: do we have any Ravenclaws we could resort?
1: How many Ravenclaws do we have? Luna, Cho, Flitwick
2: Com. <laughs> I bet she's a Slytherin.
1: Hmm. Again we, a we know Next to nothing about her We know
2: that she snitched on her friend
1: Well yes
2: We know that she's not a Gryffindor because she's a coward That's
1: very true <laughs>
2: I guess that she could still be Ravenclaw. You can be a coward in Ravenclaw. house. hot take?
1: Um, <laughs> it's not a hot take at all. It's not, just... no. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think. Is there any...
2: What do we know about Cho? Joke. Emotional.
1: <laughs> yes. Is there anything... Has human feelings, unlike many of the characters. Yeah,
2: is, is there anything about her that is particularly Ravenclaw?
1: We don't get to see enough of her, I think. We
2: don't get to see it on screen. Yeah. Or on page.
1: Like, we don't see her in classes or just... Hanging out in the common room We get to see her when Harry wants to flirt with her Or play Quidditch
2: Justice for Cho
1: They didn't sort Snape too soon Snape is a Slytherin
2: Snape is a Slytherin
1: Like Dumbledore's like Sometimes I think we sort too soon No
2: fuck off Dumbledore
1: Yeah Yeah they sorted you too soon bud (laughs) Like The the reason you're identifying With Snape right now Isn't because Snape should be in your house (laughs)
4: Uh,
1: (laughs) Dumbledore's more Dumbledore's also more Ravenclaw than Gryffindor Hmm like he's Slytherin, but he like secondary house would be Ravenclaw.
2: I feel like Lily Evans should have been a Ravenclaw. Yeah, I think that could have been way more interesting. Hmm. I think the same kind of goes for Lupin as well.
1: Sure, but you can't be friends with people if you don't sleep in the same bedroom. That's
2: literally why they were all in the same house. Yeah, that's the only reason.
1: Yeah, and like the tr- a couple of times brought up, there needs to be a mention of in the house unity or whatever. And it's like. You could have presented that in any shape or form, apart from like giving them one token Ravenclaw friend. <laughs> well, that
2: was kind of the reason. That's why it was mentioned is because because yeah. no one was doing that.
1: Yeah, and, like they don't exactly hang out with Luna very much. Ginny might, maybe, I don't know. But mm-hmm. the main reason why I think that I think a big part of the reason why Luna was put in Ravenclaw for the books is purely to like then justify the fact that they hadn't really met her before then.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think she would be in a different house?
1: Probably not. No.
2: I mean she fits Ravenclaw.
1: Yeah, I think so. She's very curious. Yeah. Okay. Well I think I think we can wrap things up there.
2: Yeah. Here's a
1: here's a fun fact. You've resorted yourself several times. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What what counts as resorting? I've resorted myself once. Oh, I don't know, whatever. Like I I see most of the houses in me. Sure. Well not, not Gryffindor though.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I'm more Gryffindor or Slytherin.
2: Mm. I
1: think Ravenclaw would be my secondary house. Yeah. But I don't know which of the other two after that.
2: Hmm. You're stubborn (laughs) And stubborn tends to be Gryffindor But it can be Slytherin as well
1: You're stubborn
2: I am stubborn (laughs) I'm more of a Slytherin stubborn Than a Gryffindor stubborn though Um, You're stubborn in a way that you are Outspoken Mm. Like you will You'll see a thing and be like no that's not right And you will do something about it It's
1: true I never change my mind on things So thank you for (laughs) listening to this episode Where I changed my mind on things (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: let's wrap it up yeah thank so, you for listening to sorted
2: and thank you to the pocket podcast network for hosting us
1: you can find other cool shows on the network such as
2: home viewing
1: them's the facts no dice green mountain mysteries
2: and of course our other podcast poke makers
1: thank you to Matt Majakmo of the whomping willows for our theme song the house of awesome theme song
2: and if you agree or disagree with any of our sortings or resortings, you can find us on Twitter at SortedPod.
1: Please tweet us two years worth of resortings. <laughs> yeah. It's been two years, here's to another two. Yeah. You can also find us both individually. I'm at codename JD.
2: And I'm at Pachu, P T C H E W.
1: And I mean, yeah, while you're there on Twitter, tweet us just a thing. Tweeted us, tweet, tweet us a character that we've sorted before without necessarily giving us your resorting, and we'll sort them and see if it matches what we said last time
2: yeah or send us a Harry Potter character who you think is in the wrong house
1: or a Harry Potter character that we don't know that house because I think there are a lot of those too
2: mm.
1: like what house was Florian Fortesque I think it was a Ravenclaw actually
2: probably a Ravenclaw
1: <laughs> what house was Tom the bartender
2: that's what I was going to say
1: bye bye start a new house and it's
0: called awesome start a new house it's called awesome start a new house and it's called awesome
3: pocket podcast network quality programming right to your pocket
0: cinema's hottest podcast is home viewing what are you doing this show has everything please stop blu-rays dvds Dog sounds. Guest this episodes, isn't working. But you know what does work? Discussing our entire film library week by week in alphabetical order. Uh, I'm John.
2: And I'm Bethany.
0: And this is home viewing.
2: Wednesdays on the Pocket Podcast Network.